Hello, Joy Starters. Hope you are having the best day. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, I just got through doing my first group mastermind. And wow. Wow. Just wow. Look, I, I, I got to just say this. Like, mm, I'm just me. I keep it real. I got to say this. I've been a speaker for a while. Before that, I was a sportscaster. And so for a very long time, and, and if you're on my newsletter, you've heard me say this before, but for a very long time, I did not sell things. There was times I wasn't coaching or before I was coaching, I wasn't selling things. So I have a little bit of a feeling when it comes to being a pushy salesperson. I have been sold hard before by somebody. I was on the, I've been on multiple calls with people checking out programs and different things over the years. And I said, hey, I'd just like some time to think about it. It's a financial decision and I would like some time to think about it. And the person came back and was like, right then came back and said, well, what is there to think about? I mean, what, what, what objection can I overcome for you right now? What is there to think about? And I remember being so turned off by that because one, you should always, always, always respect somebody when they say, I need some time to think about a major financial decision. Okay. That's respect. If you don't respect money, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. And so I've just never wanted to be that hard salesperson. I've never wanted to be the person that beats you over the head, that feels so salesy, that feels like those types of things, right? And so I want to start off by saying that this genuine excitement is just genuine excitement. And this is what part of what I'm going to be talking about in the podcast today is, is the fact that I just mentioned this to, to one of the people that are taking the mastermind. And if you have not clicked on any of my stuff or heard me talking about it in depth, I just started a three-month mastermind. We meet every week, and then I have a, it's a very small, intimate um, amount of people. And then I have a group, I have a solo session with each one of them, and then we're going to meet in Amelia Island and have a day, a whiteboarding day, a dream day, and it's just really amazing, right? So you get the group, you get me, we get to come together at the beach. It's just amazing, three months. So I just started it today. I just came off the session literally just moments ago, and I am flipping out of the magic that happened, the joy that happened, the breakthrough, the vulnerability, the, oh my gosh, I need to connect with her. Oh my gosh, I see the synergy there. And I cried. No, no, (laughs) no surprise that I cried, but I cried because it was so good. And I need to say this to you. Okay. I need to say this to you. I'm not trying to sell you anything right now. Yeah. Do I want you to take a future one that I do? Sure. Absolutely. I want you to. Only if you hear my music. Only if you hear my music. What are you talking about, Rachel? What are you talking about? I'm saying, and I said to one of the participants, we had a call before we started the call, before we did our group, we had a call yesterday, and I said to her, I said, you need to sing your weirdo, unique song in the world. Whatever that song is, sing it, baby. Sing it. And your people will find you. Your people will find you. Your people will hear the music. Let your weirdo flag fly. Be yourself. Whatever you've got in your heart that you're meant to create, that you're meant to do, do it. Do it. Do it. I bet on myself. I bet on myself. You could ask anybody on my team that knew I was creating this and knew I was doing this. And I bet on myself. I believed that I could do this, that I could create this mastermind. I believed there could be magic in a group and not just one-on-one coaching. And I went for it and I did it. And my people heard my song and they found me. 
So what can you take from this today? That is to find find your song, whatever it is. Find your song, whatever it is, and sing it. Life is short and it's precious. And you've heard me say this on this podcast already the second season. And that is the most precious commodity we have is time. I think the most precious gift we've been given is, is God, in my opinion. And again, I'm very inclusive. Whatever you believe, if you believe something else, that is awesome. We love you. But for me, it's God. But on this earth, the most precious commodity that we have is time. And we always think we have more time and we don't know how much time we have. And so I am telling you, I am telling you, I'm begging you, I'm telling you, sing your weirdo song. I cannot sing. My husband, it is the joke. My family knows I can't sing. I'm like, ah, da, 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 da. Y'all have heard me do my little ditties on here. But I will tell you what I've been singing lately to myself. This is another thing I've been teaching on. Spoke in my church this morning, had my first group mastermind today. Woo, it's all kinds of good stuff. But I've been teaching on this idea that you need to be your own cheerleader, your own biggest cheerleader. My biggest cheerleader, he's up in, in heaven, right? But I, you, I, I have learned to cheer for myself. I'm learning to talk to myself. I can talk myself a lot of times, not all the time, because anxiety is real and depression is real, but I can talk myself out of an anxiety attack um, by encouraging myself and talking back to myself. You need to be able to do those same things. I may have mentioned this on a recent podcast. I can't remember, but it's worth mentioning again that I almost had a, a couple of weeks ago was actually right before Christmas. I knew an anxiety attack was coming on. I'm feeling one right now, to be honest with you. We have out-of-town company coming on Saturday. I'm just getting ready for the AFCA and we're getting, we've had some storage done and some different things. And I've pulled a ton of stuff out in my office. There's tons of stuff all over the house. I am like, on the verge of of like freaking out. Like, how is this all going to get done before this important out-of-town company comes in town this weekend? But what I keep telling myself is, next best thing, Rachel, just take a room at a time. Just take it a room at a time. So you're going to leave this room, your office, when you record this and have these meetings, and you're going to go get your bonus kids, and you're going to spend the afternoon with them, and then you're going to come back, and you're going to tackle the the dining room where this where the Christmas is that you're putting up and then you're gonna tackle the next room and then you're gonna do the next room and you're gonna do was my mama said in heaven one bite of the elephant at the time. But what I'm doing right now is I, I've learned to talk to myself. So I've been doing this cheesy little ditty that I found on Instagram a while back and it was like, girl, you doing a good job. Girl, you doing a good job. Girl, you doing a good job. Girl, you do so that's what I'm like. I'm like, girl, you did a good job. Yes, maybe there is stuff all over the place in your office and it feels cluttered and it's making you crazy. But right now you can't do anything about it. You are recording your podcast and then you are picking up your bonus kids because your husband is out of town and then you're going to be present in those moments. And then from there, from there, sister, talking to myself, you're going to come back tonight and you're going to little by little attack each room as you can until you get this done. And you're going to do your best job and you're going to be proud of you because you're helping people, you're speaking, you're doing the dang thing, and I'm proud of you. So I hope you learn to talk back to yourself and you can insert your own, your own, boy, you doing a good job, king, you doing a good job, queen, you doing a good job, royal, you doing a good job. Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me on this? Whatever your thing is, you got this. Start talking back to yourself. Don't let your thoughts rule your mind. You've got a mind, right? Like, and you can tell those thoughts, I don't believe that. Get out of here. That's not true. 
and you can start to encourage yourself and you can turn things around. So first takeaway, start singing your dang song. Man, if I did not believe in myself that I could create a mastermind and that people would join it and people would do it, um, I would have never done it. Because guess what? Here's the reality. I've launched things in the past and they, they, people didn't show up and things didn't happen. And I, instead of saying, I'll never do it again, I just learned from it. I learned from it and I kept going because I knew, I know I have a song to sing. I have things that people get me. I put it out there and they get me. And these people that are in this mastermind said different things like, I just got her. I just kept watching. I don't know how I found her, but I just kept watching. And, and we're all ages. We're all different backgrounds. We all want different things. And we're all pouring into each other. If some want to create things, some just want to find joy. We're all stages of life. And we're going to be together for the next three months, like camp for big kids. And so that's your first thing is sing your dang song. Whatever your song is, don't be ashamed to sing your weirdo amazing song. And your people will find you. And the second is start talking back to yourself. Start talking back to yourself, to your thoughts. You can take them captive. You can start singing the little silly ditty to yourself like I sang it to myself. You got this, all right? And then the last story I want to tell you, it's a shorter podcast today. The last story I want to tell you, because I've been, I've been aching to tell this. Um, I, I told you a lot about the AFCA and what was happening there. And right as the AFC was going on, we had the national championship game. And I had this experience a few years ago. Maybe you saw the post. Maybe you didn't. If you saw it, now you're getting the story behind the story. If you didn't, well, here you go. Okay. So a couple of years ago, I was living in Nashville. And I was living in Nashville. And there was a post. There was something that Jim Harbaugh had said about mental health. And whew, um, it was obtuse, to say the least. And it caused, I'm, I'm using all my big words today, a bit of a kerfluffle, okay? Take a drink. Caused a bit of a kerfluffle. And by the way, I love my podcast. And many of you tell me that you love my podcast. Many people would stop and edit that out. This is real. This is raw. I do my podcast as it's coming, as I'm feeling. I want to capture the emotion. It's not scripted. This is who I am, and I'm very, very grateful for it. And I'm very grateful that you listen. I'm very grateful that you listen. So he makes these comments. I'm driving home from church. I remember exactly where I was on the interstate in Nashville. And my first thought was, because if I'm being real, and that's to me the way I live my life, I to be radically vulnerable, I'm an emotionally reactive person. I'm very hot-blooded. I'm emotionally reactive, and when I emotionally react, it's oftentimes not good, more times than not, okay? And so I wanted to say, you don't know what you're talking about. This is what I wanted to say in my mind. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm on the road. I'm talking to players. You're wrong. You're wrong. And wag my finger at him. And then something happened. (laughs) Then something happened, and I know what that thing was. For me, it was God, and it was like, pause. Pause. Seek to understand. Seek to understand. Don't attack. And pause. So that's what I did. I got home and I deleted the whole tweet. Anybody feel me? I've seen these memes. It's like Holy Spirit on my shoulder, like helping me delete messages like seven times a day. You feel me? And so I deleted the whole tweet and I wrote a new tweet. And the tweet said something like, hey, coach, 
because working on Sirius XM for years and being a sportscaster, he was one coach that I had not had an interview with when I've had interviews with many and being a sideline reporter and all of those things. So he didn't really know me, but I just said, hey, coach, I said, I think I introduced myself. Maybe I'm a host on Sirius XM or the founder of I'm Changing the Narrative. I can't remember it exactly. And I said, I would love to sit down with you and teach you all the things that I've been learning from players all over the country at all these schools I've been to with I'm Changing the Narrative, which at that time was probably 40 plus schools. And you can teach me what you know. And I was like, hope you have a good day. And that was that. And I sent it and I never thought anything more about it. And I remember I was in my backyard in Nashville, my beloved first home that I still miss. I was in my backyard in Nashville and I see a DM pop up. And I'm like, what the, like, and I look at it and I look twice and it's Jim Harbaugh in the DM. And he's like, hey, he was like, Rachel, can we talk? And he gives me his number. So I go into my office in Nashville and I give him a call and we talked and we talked for like 20 minutes. And, and I tell him, we talk about mental health. We talk about what I'm learning. He's talking about what he sees and, and what he's experienced with players. And I tell him, he asked me when I'm going to be in Michigan. And I tell him, hey, I'm going to be speaking to Western Michigan coming up soon. And I could just do a little detour when I leave Western Michigan and come there. And he said, okay, do that. So we planned it. I worked with his amazing assistant, Sean. They even had me like a, a parking spot that day, which was really cool. I felt really special. I met with some of the sports psychologists there and learned from them, took notes. They taught me. It was amazing. And then we go over to Coach Harbaugh's office, and I think this is the end of my trip there. And we're talking and, and all of those things. I'm getting ready to kind of gather my things and go to the car and get in my car and leave. And he stands up from his desk, and he claps his hands, and he says, all right, let's go. And I thought, go where? I think I even said it out loud, go where? And he said, oh, we have an all-staff meeting. Dun, 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 dun. And you're leading. He didn't do the dun, 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 dun. That was me. He said, we have an all-staff meeting, and you're leading it. And you're leading it. I'm like, what? What? I didn't say that. In my mind, I'm doing that. And out outwardly, I was like, okay. And here's, I, I, I was responding like that because I was, it was pure joy. It was elation. It was passion. I wasn't nervous at all because the song of my heart and the passion of my heart, or the message of my heart, I didn't need notes. I didn't need any of those things because I knew what I was going to talk about. I, I live this. I breathe it. I'm on college campuses. I'm working with athletes all the time. I, I, I don't need notes. So I was excited because I teach you all the time to have childlike wonder. That's how I don't age is childlike wonder. I just, I, I have the joy of a child. Now, so we go down the hallway and I am, we go down the hallway and I, that's my husband texting me from his, from his event. He is out of town. So we get on the hallway and there is, there is the whole staff, all the staff. And I'm like 30, maybe 30 guys, 20, 30 guys. I can't remember. And we talked for an hour and a half about mental health, dating, relationships, funky junk, trauma, bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, abuse, all the things they carry, the stuff that they're too scared to tell their coaches, but they'll tell me, a woman, right? We talked about all of it. And I'm looking over and I'm seeing these coaches take notes and I'm flipping out. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're taking notes. They're learning from me. What the hell? Like, oh my gosh. 
And it was just amazing. I was humbled. I was honored. I was blown away. I was grateful. I'm so grateful. And so I want to remind you today that none of that would have happened. None of it would have happened had I not practiced the pause. Had I not practiced the pause. Oh my gracious. Had I given him my first emotional reaction, that never would have happened. But yet I did practice the pause. I did pause. I did say, is there a better way? Can we seek to understand? Can we seek to grow? Can we seek to learn from one another? And look what happened because of that. So I will tell you in my next nugget I'm giving you, practice the pause. Practice the pause. I'm telling you beautiful things can come of it. And if you haven't paused, you still have time to go back and say, hey, I didn't pause. Can we do a do-over? Can I do this better? Is there a better way of of going about this? I'm so sorry. I didn't handle this in the right way. Even if somebody's in heaven, you can write a letter. You can try to make amends with their family. I talk about this in my best-selling book, Relentless Joy, if you're new to the podcast. Practice the pause, y'all. It is everything. It's everything. Because I can tell you from my own personal experience when I don't and I emotionally react, I'm ashamed of my behavior. I don't like the way I react. I don't believe that really great things come from me emotionally reacting. When I think about it, when I can process it, there's also something I learned with my therapist a long time ago called the aftermath of a fight. And it is really, really smart about what happens after the fight. Like, oh, you heard that. Oh, I meant that. I did not mean that. That's how that came out. That was how that was taken. And you can see where your your fights go off kilter. You can see where things go wrong, right? And you can go back oftentimes with your partner and try to rectify those and and say, hey, that's not what I meant. Apologizing is such a huge thing. I'm, uh, I'm big at it and I want to be even bigger at it. I've learned it in marriage. I've learned it in, in parenting. Apologizing is a huge thing. And, and I think that's another thing that you can take out of this podcast today. Sing your own song practice the power of the pause, right? And talk back to yourself. Learn how to talk to yourself. Learn how to encourage yourself. Learn how to encourage yourself. Girl, you doing a good job. Boy, you doing a good job. Queen, you doing a good job. King, you doing a good job. Royal, you doing a good job, right? Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. You got this. All right, I want to end this podcast where I started it. And that's by talking about, you've got to, I'm going to get my amazing marketing gal and my friend, Kim, to link it in the show notes. And I listened to this podcast she sent me about coaches, about coaches in the industry, about a lot of people on the internet offering you things and saying they make this and make that and do this and do that. And they really don't. They don't make that. They're full of crap. And about the kind of coach that I never, ever, ever, ever and speaker and leader ever want to be. And I even told her in a text message when I listened, if I'm ever like this or ever display any of these qualities, slap me upside the head, check me before I wreck myself, help me so I don't ever end up like this. And so, yeah, so I'm going to have her link this podcast because, wow, it's a doozy. I was like, whoa. Shailene Johnson, she goes all in on coaches, on people that are not who they purport to be and who are full of themselves. And whether you ever do anything with me in the future, whether it is one-on-one coaching or mastermind or you're in the Joy Starters Club or have any interface with me besides listening to a podcast and following my social media, I want you to know that I work every single day to be transparent, to be real, 
to not shove things down your throat, to not push things on you. I am so hyper vigilant and thoughtful about how much I am sharing in terms of trying to sell you things. And, and I don't want to be slimy. We don't, we don't send out a, a ton of like, you get the emails from people, you sign up on an email list, and then you are literally inundated over and over and over and over and over and over again with emails. We try not to do that. It's like once a week, or if we have important events coming up, we let you know on that too. But I just try, I don't, I've never wanted to be that kind of coach. I've never wanted to be that kind of leader. And I will fight to my dying day not to be that way. I just, I want you to, just like these people said, I got something she said. I just kept listening. I just kept watching. I just kept consuming her content and something spoke to my heart. If you hear my song, then hear it loud and clear and know that I love you and I appreciate you whether you ever do anything with me, coaching, programs, anything of that nature, or whether this is all you consume. I love you and I appreciate you and I'm so grateful for you, right? But I will work until my dying day to never be like that, to never be pushy, never be over the top, to never be any of those things. And I I don't want to be like that. And that's why I also tell people when I coach, I coach from a place of realness. I do not coach from a place of I've gotten it all together. It is, hey, I just went through this struggle and I learned this. Hey, I screwed up here and I did this. Hey, I excelled here and I was really proud of myself. I just coach from a really raw, vulnerable, honest place. And I, I think it fine. It, it it really helps people feel okay where they are and leads to a lot of success and a lot of honesty and a lot of connection. And um, that is my doggy in the background. He is digging his way to China right now. And so here in the background, that is him um, as I'm winding down this podcast. I do want to take a moment after I've said all of that to tell you two things that I'm using in my life. And I talked about them in the last two newsletters, the newsletters linked below too, that have literally changed my life. Whoa! One of them is a perfect sleep pad. I have been sleeping on this thing for about four and a half years. It is a pad that goes on underneath your sheet and it circulates water to whatever temperature. You can make it hot or make it cold. I sleep on 61, around 61, 62, and it keeps my body cool throughout the night, which helps me sleep better, which helps me get into deep sleep, which helps me heal. And the founder, I found him through my husband. The founder is super passionate about his product. I mean, he reminded me a lot of himself. We were talking about it the other day on the phone. I had not visited with him in a while. And he was like almost in tears. He was almost yelling, so passionate about his product. And I thought, gosh, that's how I must come off when I start to tell people about, I'm changing the narrative. My old business manager, Jason, I remember on one call, we were on a group call and I was presenting and he texted me while I was presenting and he was like, enough, like in a good way, like, like you're passionate enough, like Kurt. Cut dial it back a little bit. And so I recognized that in him, Henry, who created this product, the perfect sleep pad, he's that passionate about it. He's like, I want to get the word out more. I want to get the word out more because I believe I know it can help cancer patients and menopausal women and all sorts of people that that we heal while we sleep. And y'all, when I'm away from my home, it has a handle on it. He said, I created that for it to be able to travel with you. But when I'm away from my home, I miss it. And I, and I have a friend that bought it because of me. And he's like, I travel with mine. I'm about to start traveling with mine. Like, I just, I mean, it's, I was just away for a week and I really like needed it. But I've been using it for four years and I absolutely love it. He has offered me 30% off to pass on to you. Okay. 
that's really unheard of. You hear people, oh, get 10% off, or 30% off. That's a hefty discount. So you can use the code RACHELJOY, the code RACHELJOY, and you will get 30% off. It's also got a money-back guarantee. Try it for 30 days. If you hate it, you send it back, you get your money back. It's really no risk. Do it. Do it. If you have problems sleeping, do it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's such an amazing product. Also, really quickly, another product I've been using, and I haven't even contacted these people, but I need to because I love it. I have been using a product called Shilajat. I have no idea if I'm saying it correctly since November, and it's minerals. It's like sap minerals from the Himalayas, and it's been being has been used for thousands of years in Ayurvedic medicine. I don't even know if I'm saying that word right. But I came across it. I have a health food store in Pell City that I just absolutely love when I go home. And one of the ladies told me about it. And I was like, wow, okay, I'll try it. And I tried it. And I'm like, gosh, I feel great. Like I have natural energy. I don't need caffeine. I have energy throughout the day. I feel great. I feel clear. I have stamina. My mind feels clear. I've been taking it since November. It's the first thing I pop into my mouth when I wake up. And so it is called Rock Sap Shilajat. And this is just proving to you once again that I'm not, I'm not in it for the affiliate code. Now, if I end up connecting with them and, and become an affiliate of theirs, I'll let you know because I'd be stupid not to. But this is just me saying, I love this stuff so much. I want to pass it on to you. I believe, again, not a doctor. I'm not telling you medical advice and telling you what has worked for me. I need to give you that disclaimer. These two products I use every day. I love them. They work for me and I feel great. So I hope that helps you today. And I hope all the pep talk and the real talk and the singing your song and talking back to yourself and power of the pause has um, helped you in the season two, episode two, where we're talking about your dreams. You do all those things. You can hear your dreams. You can see your dreams. You can feel your dreams. You can walk out your dreams. Love you, Joy Starter. 